Welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And today I have an episode coming from the archives. That's right. This is coming from the archives. I was interviewed a couple years ago on the idea of transitioning into a relationship. And I really want to share this with you because I go over some really cool stuff that I think is going to help you as you continue to date and move forward and be able to get a girlfriend, get into a relationship. So I give some great advice here and it's not on my podcast and you got to hear it because it's really awesome and I think it's going to help you a lot. Just some updates here. If you have yet to get my seven deadly text messages that make her want you, then I want you to go to www.tripadvice.com slash text dash girls. What I have for you is basically the seven most common scenarios where you're going to find that you're going to have to text a girl. And this is something that is, I know, a big problem for a lot of guys. They don't know how to text girls. And so I have this for free, a video giving you the seven common scenarios and the exact words to copy and paste and just send off to the girls that you're texting or talking to. And if you're not texting or talking to any girls, well, you sure will be doing that soon if you're listening to any of this advice. So go and get it, tripadvice.com slash text girls. It's pretty new. I think it's maybe only a couple months old at this point, and I've been talking a lot about it on my YouTube channel, but I don't think I mentioned it on my podcast. So go get that if you want to copy and paste the exact text messages to send a girl that get her to meet up with you. There are seven deadly text messages that make her want you and that she cannot resist. So go ahead and get that. For now, here is my episode on transitioning into a relationship. Check it out. This week, we're going to talk about how to transition into a real relationship and get beyond that initial dating phase. So, Trip, let's say a client of yours has been on several dates and things are going really, really well. How can that client of yours know if the girl's really, really right for him or not? There's a couple things. I mean, at the end of the day, it really boils down to these these three ideas that I've come up with when, when it comes to compatibility with somebody, with uh, someone that could be your girlfriend or eventually a wife or whatever it is. It's about values. It's about sexual compatibility and just overall interests and fun. Okay. So values is, do you guys have the same belief system on things, right? So do you look at the world in the same way? Do you, do you see eye to eye in a lot of things? And that can be on a million different topics, you know, so like we were talking about in the past weeks, like, you know, religion and, and politics, uh, you know, just overall treating other people, you know, uh, in terms of being successful, in terms of your goals and your passions, are you guys aligned in that way? So that would make up the values system, Mm -hmm. right? Well, just to interject on that. Yeah, please. Do you ever have clients who are like, oh, but what about the whole opposites attract thing? Okay, that's... That's a great question. Yes, I have gotten that before. In terms of opposites attract, it's, I don't like to call it opposites. It's more like complementary. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's more like you have something about you that's different than the other person, but you two connect like a puzzle piece, right? You two complement each other in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for example, maybe one person, um, is it like, here's a simple one, right? Someone's a little more energetic in the morning, right? And the other person kind of likes to sleep in, right? Mm-hmm. Something so simple like that. But it's kind of nice to have, it could be nice to have a compliment like that because maybe that other person, you know, will 
will get that other person out of bed in the morning, you know, and it's nice to have that person who kind of pushes you like that, right? So, but <clears throat> the thing is, if you have too many of those that are opposite, it's not going to attract. It's going to very right. much push you to way further away. So, you know, it all depends on what those two things are that's opposite. But in terms of values, absolutely everything has to be the same. Mm, okay. Most things at least or else you're going to, and that's kind of what happens a lot of the times in relationships. People break up because they don't start to see eye to eye on the same things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, okay, so then there's values and then there's uh, sexual compatibility, right? So if the sex is bad, um, then, I mean, you're, you're pretty much doomed. It's going to yeah. end eventually. Or if someone prefers to have rough sex and <laughs> you don't always want to have to keep that up. Yeah. Right. That's, again, where opposites will not attract, you yeah. know? Um, you want to, you know, see, you know, eye to eye on that too, because I mean, yeah, if one person wants it one way all the time and another person doesn't, and there's kind of, you know, people like the things that they like in, in, in the bedroom, you know, so that's eventually it will, it will end. I mean, someone's not going to be sexually satisfied. They're going to get out of the relationship for sure. Yeah. And that actually just happened. I was dating a guy and we had been on, I don't know five dates maybe and when it started moving into that territory it got weird because he cannot stay excited this particular guy unless he's slapped (laughs) oh my god okay so and you know it wasn't working out for me so I was like wow this is a lot of work you know and so it just became comical and all I did was start laughing and then the whole thing ended Hey, and you know what? Some girls are totally into that and that will work. Well, yeah, that's the thing. But he said his last relationship broke up because it got boring after a while. Like she was cool and she was into it for the first month or two. And then she didn't want to do that anymore. And she wanted a little bit of this or a little bit of that. And he's like, that was boring to me. And I was like, all right, well, we're not compatible because women, women's needs change by the hour. You know, mm-hmm. so I might be in a wild mood tonight and then tomorrow morning I may want to be very cuddly and, you know, be feeling safe and taken care of. So it's, you know, like you were saying, it's an energetic thing. And so if somebody has their wants and they're just in one specific area all the time, that's not compatible. Right. Exactly. And, you know, with that, you're going to want to be able to compromise and of course you know if you're with your woman she's going to want you know to it's going to change you know she'll want the cuddly times and she'll want the hard rough sex sometimes you know but you just you should still if, if the woman isn't satisfying you sexually at least most of the time it's not going to work out yeah you know for sure so yeah the other part is is really just you know the the fun part about it right so like does she make you laugh do you have a fun time with her i mean obviously if you're not having a fun time with her, you'll, you'll probably end up not going on many dates with the person but then again i know a lot of guys who end up settling with a girl because she's just pretty and so they're like oh okay well she's really hot and the sex is great but you know what eventually what's going to happen is she's not going to be so pretty anymore because people get older and if so if you can't connect with them on that you know fun level and you guys have the same interests and you like to do the same things together and the same activities and and just that stuff you know that's really important because if you don't have that you're going to get bored in that way and then eventually the relationship will end just mm-hmm. like that 
So when is the right time for a guy to ask a girl if she wants to be in a relationship? Or is that supposed to be something that the girl should pressure him about? No, I mean, I I think most most women, I believe, look to the guy to make that move. You know, um, I think sometimes the girl speak up, you know, but I think there's probably like an average. I'd say around like if you've been dating a person for like three months, mm-hmm. you know. The three-month rule. Yeah. The three-month rule. I think that's probably a good time. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, listen, again, and that's up to you. You know, if you if you find, I mean, if you're looking for a girlfriend and all those things I just mentioned and that we've been talking about, if all those things hit you on the right levels, you know, same values, great sex, uh, you know, similar interests and you have fun with the person, you know, around three months, that's a great time to do it. You know, you've gotten to know each other. Again, you know, I say three months, this means that you've been consistently dating. This doesn't mean you've been going on one date per month, you know, so this is like saying that you've been going on at least a few dates every week for about three months, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, that's probably a really good average to, to go for it. Yeah. Cause I think especially for women, you know, if we're sleeping with someone like that and we're seeing someone that frequently, then it almost feels like you're in a really, an exclusive relationship anyway. Yeah. You know, so it's like you want to have that discussion so that you make sure that you're safe sexually so that you know that that guy's not also seeing several other women. Right. And you know what? I mean, I really hate to generalize, but what I, from what I've seen, you know, if you if you're consistently having sex with a girl, you can be and you're consistently dating her as well. Um, you can almost be sure she's not seeing anybody else. You know, most of the time, you know, women are really because that's just kind of in, you know in in your nature. Mm-hmm. You know, women they kind of pair bond quicker. Um, you know, for evolutionary reasons, they stick with a guy. Yeah. Um, so they're usually, you know. You can you can definitely assume that she's, you know, wants to be with you. So asking her to be in a relationship will not be a hard thing to do. So, all right. So you wait a couple of months, and then how should the guy a- actually ask her? Oh man, this is how do you cool. broach that topic? Yeah, it's you know you do it in. A, I mean, you can do it romantically. You know, if if you want. Um, I'm not a very you know cheesy kind of guy so I don't like doing things like will you wear my promise ring (laughs) here's my jacket (laughs) my varsity jacket here's my leather jacket (laughs) Um, but you know I mean when you guys are having a nice moment together you know when you guys are just you know doing whatever you know I mean even after like a good session of sex you know afterwards you can say something like hey listen I just want to let you know I'm not seeing anybody right now except for you and I don't really plan on it you know so just saying something like that, yeah. it's going to start opening up the conversation. Chances are, again, if things are going well, she's going to be saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then you can say something like, you know what? And I really don't, I don't want to see anyone else. I'd rather just to exclusively see you. Yeah. You know, and that's just a really cool, chill way of being like, hey, you know, like I want to be your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I want you to be my girlfriend. I've had guys do it in a sneaky way where we'll be out somewhere at a social function and he'll introduce me as his girlfriend. Oh, okay. Okay. What do you think about that? I think it's kind of cute 
because then yeah, it's it's, it's like a surprising kind of thing, and it's also a good way for the guy to gauge how her how she reacts to that if she's comfortable with that and kind of smiles and is and then brings it's it's a chance to kind of like ease into the discussion because then later on she could be like you introduced me as your girlfriend and you know right. you can almost make it playful and fun and he'll be like well yeah I guess we're kind of there you know right. so if you want to do it that way I think that would be effective because it, it's cute. As long as it's it not too soon. Yeah, no, it is. I think that is a good way. And you know what? And this is a good tip for guys in terms of, you know, being very dominant and, and, and being very masculine is, you know, if you do pull a move like that, you know, maybe by accident you're like, oh, my God, I just called her my girlfriend. You know, I wouldn't, you know, when you guys, because eventually you're going to have that conversation. She might bring it up to you or something like, hey, so you call me your girlfriend. You know, own up to it. Don't be scared about it. Don't be like, was that okay? Is that okay? Like, I think that I thought it was okay. You know, don't be so unsure of yourself. Be like, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I consider you my girlfriend. I mean, yeah. I'm not seeing anybody else. And we've you're been spending a lot of time woman. together. You're my you're, woman. You're mine. <laughs> and you can even say that. You can joke around. You're mine. You know what I mean? Just like be playful about it. But, yeah. You know? So do you find that um, your clients, they get worried about losing their friends or changing as a person once they're in a committed relationship. I know so many guys who are scared about commitment, especially in LA. Yeah, especially in LA, uh, just because it's just a very difficult place. But yeah, you know, I hear from a lot of guys. Well, it's funny, you know, the commitment thing for a lot of guys, it gets scarier as the relationship progresses, not so much you know, before it happens because you're kind of in that love mode where like yeah. serotonin in your brain is just dripping and you're not thinking about anything because you're just like really into that one girl. <laughs> um, but for guys that are commitment phobic, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's up to you how you're going to, you know, treat the way you live, right? So you might be scared of like, well, then I'll never be able to like hang out with my friends again. She's going to want all my time. Well, then you should show the girl that you're with what your values are, right? So that you value friendship and you value alone time if that's something you value, you know, and, and the things that you, you know, really like. And, and you know what? You might not find that out before um, your first relationship or even your second relationship. You might find out a lot of that stuff on your fourth relationship and that's okay. You know, you're going to learn more about you, but, but you should just really take note on the things that you want out of a relationship and how you want to have a relationship if you do want one and take note of those things and be sure to try to communicate those things to the girl you're dating. So it's not going to be a surprise when you're like, hey, it's Friday night. I, I feel like going out with my friends tonight because I haven't seen them in a while, you know. Yeah. So it's it's really and this, you know, this goes even deeper into to relationship advice. But the, the biggest tip for anyone really when it comes to relationship advice and you guys should know this before you get into one is that idea of communication the more you can honestly and effectively communicate with your partner the easier the relationship is going to be yes and to have healthy boundaries to not lose yourself in the other person like right. continue to be who you are because that's who they fell in love with right exactly exactly and yeah, listen, everyone's going to change and you're going to change and we all do that because we're human and I wasn't the same person I was five years ago and I won't be five years from now. Well, right, but you know? yeah, but you know, the kind of guy who becomes super needy once he's actually committed, you know, because he's vulnerable, so now he's he's changed significantly. That's that's the kind of thing that I've seen happen and I, it's a bummer. 
Right. And why that happens, I believe, is because it's it's actually now that it comes to the fear of of non-commitment. Right. It comes to the fear of losing the girl. And so it's a very hard balance to to have. But you got to try to understand that, you know, you're going to have relationships. Some are going to work out. Some are not. But just remember that in order to not be that needy guy that, that you're talking about right now mm-hmm. is you have to go into everything understanding that, you know, there's always going to be someone else that you could have if it doesn't work out with this one. You know, mm-hmm. I hate to go really dark right now, but if something, you know, happens to someone you're dating, like they just pass away, right, unfortunately, don't say to yourself that you wouldn't be able to find someone else because you would. And that has no difference between if she breaks up with you or if she just disappears one day. So the point is this, is no matter what happens with the girl you're with, as much as you're falling in love with her and, and this is the girl for you and this is the one, just remember there is always someone else out there that can be for you if it doesn't work out with that one girl that you're with now. Mm-hmm. Change is the only thing that's constant. That's good. So- so one final question for you. How can the guys out there know if she's the one? So this is just really going back to a lot of things that we said, right? So if you have the same values, if you have the sexual compatibility, if you're having all that fun, and if all of those things stay on a consistent basis, you know, and, and, and you're not settling, right? Because that's a big thing too is like you should – not be settling with a girl. You should be <clears throat> absolutely, you know, be picky. Be, you know, have the girl that you want and and have your cake and eat it too because that's what's that's what's going to make a long-lasting relationship. That's going to be the one right there. Mm-hmm. You know, the girl that that is able to fulfill all those needs that you have while you're able to fulfill hers, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, it's different for everybody, you know? I mean, everyone has different moments when they realize that they really love a girl and they want to spend the rest of their life with them or they want to get into a relationship, you know? But that's, again, that, that's also going back to the idea of you don't want to do it too soon because you know, a lot of guys will, and girls will fall in love in like two weeks, like, oh my God, they're perfect. And then like a month later, they're like, wait, no, they're not, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's why you wait like three months. You wait, you know, you wait, so you can have as many experiences as you can with this person, right? Because the dates, they're not superficial by any means, but they're just part of it, right? So that girl that you're dating uh, that you go out to dinner with is not going to be the same person who, you know, uh, reacts to something that happens with one of her friends or, um, you know, on another type of date or, you know, when you guys travel together, like there's all the different sides mm. of a person who travels a big one. Yeah. Travel's a huge one. All these. So you want to experience as much as you can with someone. Of course, you can't do everything, but you do as much as you can. And if you find that you really like this person or you love this person through all these different experiences, you can definitely say to yourself, you know what? This is definitely a girl that I want to be with. Yeah. Again, it's like just tuning in, you know, and like listening to your own emotions and your own instincts and not just doing what you said and settling like, oh, I am now in my 40s and I spent all this time on my career and now I need a wife. It's time for me to get a wife, you know, and it's like right. I've, I've been on dates with guys like that and I'm just like, whoa, slow down, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I am not going to fill a hole in your life. Right. Like, you know, it has to be. An equal balance. You know, we both have to want this. So, 
Yeah. And you got to be, you know, I mean, we can't always be, you know, a hundred percent satisfied with our own lives, but if it's always best to enter a relationship or I should say it's best to enter a healthy relationship when you feel, you know, good about what's going on in your life. You're mentally healthy, you know, you're not depressed. And you're okay being alone. Yeah, absolutely. And you're okay being alone and, and it's not, you're not seeking out of desperation, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you're happy with your, with your career and your passions and the things you're doing. As long as you feel, you know, good on, on multiple levels and in this healthy way, then that's a really good time to, to really get into a relationship. That's the best time. Of course, that doesn't always happen like that, but that's also what causes a lot of breakups. Yeah. No, amazing advice. So you guys, please check out Tripp's website, tripadvice.com and his YouTube channel. Um, he really does teach his clients how to become more well-rounded people rather than someone that they're not. So Tripp, it's been awesome chatting with you these past six weeks. Absolutely. It's such a pleasure. So excited to, uh, to, you know, continue this journey and help out more guys and, you know, excited to, to share all this great information. So thank you so much for having me.